0: Welcome to YouTube's favorite comic book channel, Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm the Piscor. I want to remind everybody we have a Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon now available. Three different levels will get you access to our videos ahead of time so you can beat the Kayfabe effect. And if you're a King Kayfaber, you'll get all the videos early as well as sitting in on the recording session, which I enjoy. So thanks to all the King Kayfabers out there. We are also working cartoonists. Best way to support Cartoonist Kayfabe is to buy our books. You see our bibliography in front of you right now we got some big books coming out this year. Hip Hop Family Tree, Omnibus from Ed Piscor will be out later this year. You can pre-order it now. Collects all of the Hip Hop Family Tree material, plus 140 new pages. Third season of Red Room is starting up very, very soon. Crypto Killers, here's the cover for issue one and the cover for issue two. There are three volumes in total. The first two are collected in trade paperback. You can pick those up wherever you subscribe to Crypto Killers. You can also pick up X-Men Grand Design, three volumes plus an omnibus. And if you're lucky, look for WYSIWYG. Still in, still available at finer shops everywhere. My next book is Street Angel, Princess of Poverty. This is the cover coming out from Image. It should be out in July. You can pre-order that one now. 20th anniversary of Street Angel. It collects all of the Street Angel comics that are not in Street Angel, Deadly Squirrel Alive. Get both books. They'll look nice as a set, and you'll have the complete Street Angel comics in your possession. I also have Hulk, Grand Design, and The Plain Janes. So, Ed, we've been talking about this episode for a while. What we're looking at, comic books that are reproduced from the pencils, not an inker. that are so good, they don't need an inker. That is right. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to run through these in chronological order. We're going to start here with Steranko's Chandler. There's also a small edition of this, many people may know. That's what I knew until uh, Scott Strong hooked us up with this full-size, oversized edition. In triplicate uh, 1976, you see a date here. So that's going to be the beginning. I was shocked to learn these are pencil reproductions.
1: Yeah. When you learn about the other leads, you know, you get your Prang art set and there's all these different pencils and we're all familiar with the, uh, 2B or whatever it is. Uh, when you get those softer ones that could produce almost a black line, you know, like they're very, very dark. And I, and I think in order to get this kind of precision that, uh, Starenko had to have a heavy hand with, yeah, it wouldn't. getting the, the blacks.
0: Wouldn't surprise me if this is done light table, you know, to be yeah. super clean with it. Where you see a little pencil indicator are on some of the edges of stuff. Like on the edges of shadows, sometimes you'll see that noise that yeah. a pencil or a charcoal would produce. You could see
1: it on some of that line work and stuff.
0: Very interesting, very strange. And look, I looked at this book a lot before I learned it was done in pencil and had no clue. No. You know, um, but again, just on the edges, sometimes you can see it. And I don't know exactly how they make, like, the flat blacks. It's got to be, like, overexposing the film or something to get that flat of a black.
1: Totally. Like, like it's it's so close. Like, you could, if you took that kind of pencil on a Xerox machine, it would probably show up as, like, very close to black.
0: And FYI, we have a video looking at Chandler. So you can kind of go through the whole book in that video. But I just wanted to kind of show off... It's tight man even at this oversize it's very tight these marks in the in the lines that he's able to pull out with pencil.
1: I I, I should say that like probably almost every comic we look at is video worthy on their own.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to kind of breeze through these, but I just think it's pretty interesting and it makes me wonder like as we go through time we're going to see more people doing experiments with pencil and yeah. reproduction. And you wonder, like, do they see this and go, "Hey, maybe we can do pencil reproduction." You know, maybe we blow up the levels when we expose
1: it, and you can get flat blacks. We'll see. We'll see it. And there have been like deadline crunch issues that are that are that way, and that might be a reason. But we'll see pencil at, where it's not hidden, where, where, where we're allowed to see the, the pencil on the page. It, it, it's it's built to be seen that way. This is another one that's like it's it's kind of inked in with pencil
0: yeah this is this is a uh, kind of a strange book frank miller here on the cover but inside it's john Byrne is your artist and this is all pencil no idea why but there's I a, a deadline in the in the editorial they mention you know that this is all drawn in pencil for whatever reason except for the very last page so you know you can see sometimes you can tell the edges are a little bit soft yeah but other times it looks like it's just inked.
1: i wasn't thinking man there's a uh there's a uh barry windsor smith conan that has a couple pencil pages and and they are absolutely deadline crunchers and uh the reproduction isn't even that good where you often can tell with this stuff is like some of the
0: effects some of the lines that are like the starburst lines or, you know, smoke and rubble. Yeah. You can see a little bit there, like these lines, the reflection on the floor to me, is where you can see the grains.
1: Cause yeah, because Burns burn is used to doing that side of the pencil. If you've ever seen his his pencils uh for indicators to the inker, he will hit the side of the paper. So he has to go against nature to like draw actual leaves because he's not getting It's funny brush too. Strokes.
0: Like you look at this guy and go, Oh, the pencil was pretty dull there. Yeah, because like there are other places where like some of the cross hatching on that cheek are such thin lines. You know, it's got to be like a, a brand new sharpened pencil for some of that stuff.
1: You can't, it's not a good idea to use the wood pencil for this kind of thing, and probably not even the lead holder, the blue lead holder. It's probably like get like a 0.5 technical pen pencil. And do your feathers that way. Do everything that way. Get your thick and thins that way and it'll be tight. I feel like you're stepping on some quietly technique that we're going to get to in uh, some Uh. (laughs) subsequent issues.
0: But I did want to just hit this last page to kind of like show, you know, pause the screen and compare what the, uh, an inked page looks like, you know, versus all of these pencil pages. Beautiful. Yeah. Pretty interesting. And like I say, they do mention it in the letters page a little bit. Several of these comics will call out that this is done in, uh. You know in pencil doesn't say why we're printing the art for this issue directly from john byrne's pencils as an extra special celebration of this anniversary issue that that sounds like what you can't fix your feature so here is uh john This is 1981 here's a john byrne from decades later 2009 and this is reproduced from pencils we also look at his wow, x-men that's beautiful and uh interesting because like he kind of ends up going this direction with his own work you know as he retires from comics and starts to do 40 issues of x-men he's doing black he's doing uh pencil this has a little bit of color not just the red but like you can see here you know even though it's pencil a little bit of color on some of these pages and i mean again is this light boxed because i don't know how you wouldn't smudge all this stuff or have some like construction lines visible otherwise you yeah. know you actually
1: saw some go back real very bit. deliberate you see a little there yeah and that's right that's there. your side of your pencil because, Ed. because what he does is you could see it he grids off when there's perspectives yeah he, he grids off his panels and stuff to, to make sure the character's rooted properly yeah this is great man this is a this is a comic to have for
0: sure yeah super Beautiful. uh super random you know this is one of those where i was looking through dollar bins found john byrne thought i'd flip it open see here's you know it's just red but you can see color on top of that pencil and doesn't look like the levels are adjusted all that much a lot of grays on this page compared to like the previous examples where like they're blowing that out to be a black line a lot of pencil uh clearly on these pages
1: where did we go wrong in comics that john Byrne has to draw a fucking angel comic how's about gene colon now this is the this is the most popular of the olden days uh of like pencil comics, These this is the one that fascinates everybody mentioned and in the fan press that would be an opportunity where you get to see pencils of people and you could see uh you know tomb of dracula pencils where there is no discernible hatch lines like tom palmer senior had work to do yes and we had klaus on the channel he klaus is like i never cracked the code i, I never inked a great gene colon issue because the guy didn't pencil for inkers he didn't pencil for what they call black line reproduction how great is this
0: is this a board game video game ad wow (laughs) um i do want to flip through a few of these because there's a huge discrepancy in the level of grays or the level of black in these grays like you'll see here this is pretty gray and the color very much overpowers it this
1: is this is bleeding edge comics because it doesn't work like for as popular as it is it doesn't work should not have been colored. Uh, If you just lean into what it is, a beautifully drawn comic in pencil, then we're all good. Like it would probably be pretty great. You would have to, you would have to photograph, it would be a more expensive comic. You would photograph the pencils and do separations that way. But like this, especially this Baxter paper, you can see
0: how light these are, you know, like, like from one page to the next, The levels are way different.
1: It's a trash, yeah, it's a trash production. Um, But I I think this could have been saved, it just never was. So same creative
0: team here. Um, You know, everybody was chasing those colon pencils because if you saw them, you were in love with them. Yeah. But then it was a matter of like, we may not have the tech. And you can see a little different approach to color. It's a little bit softer in this stuff. Blue line. So this is a year later. Um, It's Eclipse, so maybe they're, you know, leaning in more, but again, you see, like, this is almost a black line that it's been pushed to, as opposed to other pages where it's just very gray, you know, I mean, like, that's almost photocopies Uh of of pencils, it's so black, so kind of, uh, that's, I think, the most experimental of those, this is where I first encounter this, early in my reading, I come across uh, a comic scene, and they're talking about this Black Panther series, Dwayne Turner is your artist, and the kind of the the gimmick is at least for me as an aspiring artist is his pencils are so good in value we don't want to ink them so now it's the same deal like how do you make this work with color and their airbrush like this has to be blue line as well because like you're painting these colors on here it's a cool idea some pages work much better than others look how great that is for an illustration that's got to be separated out as like a separate you know like a color hold for the drawings some of this stuff though i think like muscles and some of the veins and blood vessels that are like on backs i think work better than other things um one of the things that's tough is doing this kind of flat black i think is really tough but i ate this up because this was one of my first comics and it was just like weird and different yeah i would follow dwayne turner as he started getting like monthly assignments and things and now he once an inker shows up it's such a different like how do you interpret this? Like you're saying about Gene Colon, you know, if he's penciling in this value system, the inker's got to decide: Do I hatch that? Do I screen
1: tone that? Do I make it solid black? I don't know this comic; I've never seen it, and uh, it's a, it's an amazing document. Like, look at this I man—just like fully going for it. But I can't, and it's not the subject matter of just Black Panther, but like Billy Graham has to be in Dwayne Turner's thoughts. Yeah, yeah, it feels like because it. it's it looks like you got to aspire to work up to a Billy Graham status. And he's giving him himself that challenge. Because, like, look at that kind of stuff, man. Like, uh it's... Yeah, I wonder how involved Dominic Gregor is. Because he would have been the guy writing the Black
0: Panther stuff back in the day yeah. with Billy Graham. So, who knows? You know, like, there's so many panels and everything uh, throughout this. But, again, like, this stuff all feels very experimental to me. We oh. have a video where we look at this one. This this is now jumping... I think Black Panther is... Uh, Ninety? Ninety-one. So here's Thor Ryan, and this is one of the odder ones, 1997. Inexplicable that this is reproduced from pencil. Very blown out, though. You see it, and it's a black line.
1: That's that's that era that they call digital inking, where you pencil tight, and you just... The digital inker was in charge of the scan, and making it black line and maybe filling in a little bit of weird areas and shit. right
0: these flat blacks almost certainly added digital chameleon is doing inks and seps kandurski so you know i think he's probably adding the, the flat black but otherwise like you can kind of you can see the edge of the side of the pencils you know and some of these areas that are not filled in black but are
1: like heavy lines you know like the quads there we also asked jrjr about this man like what was that like he was like dude i was scared to death man i couldn't hide It's real interesting. Couldn't be saved by Dan Green or uh, Al Williamson.
0: Yeah, I I don't understand what the impetus is behind that. But he wasn't clear either.
1: Like, like we asked him, and it just didn't connect.
0: Rob Liefeld gets in on it. So, cutting ahead again just slightly, this is uh, 1998. So maybe a year after Thor Ryan and uh, Rob Liefeld doing straight two pencils. And notes that in the back, kind of talks about that. You know, nothing against inkers, but I think he's uh, trying out some stuff, and you get a chance to see very tight Rob Liefeld pencils, probably levels adjusted because this again feels like a black, a black that at, the, uh, ink and at shit. the top. And I think that works pretty well um, compared to like those Gene Colan or the Dwayne yeah. Turner where we see gray. Gray is tough to pull off in a comic book
1: in color, like like we're at a point now where you could just do comics and pencil and it would be beautiful mm-hmm. but oh man that's so odd like a, he, i feel like he builds his his human figures as action figures and that's like a great illustration and i think they're also doing the let's fill in the blacks with solid black
0: um but you can see clearly like in look at the pencil like here where it almost looks like you're going back and forth you know like on these lines going over them a couple of times yeah you can really see that quality there so kind of a. Kind of interesting. And then Stephen Platt. No. One of the uh, final Platt-Liefeld collaborations. Just credited as artwork. You know, it doesn't say straight from pencils. But this is one where you can totally see the blacks being filled in as flat black. Yeah. And it's interesting whenever it butts up against, like, a pencil crosshatch. But, like, here you can see the pencils very well. And uh, three issues you get of this technique.
1: And it's this Dogs of War miniseries? Yeah, three issues of Dogs of War. Because I have the original, and that would be worth looking at. Is the original McGinnis? uh, Stephen Platt. Okay. Where he's like the Slim Pickens, Dr. Strangelove gimmick. And it is so homoerotic, man. It's Captain America with this giant fucking dingus. That one really shows off,
0: I think, the pencil quality. Because here, it's kind of gray. It looks like they haven't bumped those levels up to the max black.
1: Totally. And there's no 3D. Like, this doesn't separate from the background, which would be the, the skin and stuff that's just odd
0: you wonder like because these bullet casings are a little underdrawn if he knew from the beginning that this is going to be reproduced as pencils and then you
1: know look at the contrast like these pencil lines are all black so i, I wonder if there's controversy man because in our own uh in our own comment section there will be people like joe weems and shit talking about inking talking about and plat and weird controversies with people taking too much artwork and yada yada
0: uncoated paper so you get to see the uh the pencils uncoated and um dark dark i think the coloring has uh changed a little bit to to try to accentuate what he's doing in pencil and who knows maybe he's checked out too i I really don't know but like look at how apparent the penciling is here yeah i don't even know how you would ink some of that you know like that doesn't look like flat inked Marks that I've seen in his other work.
1: Yeah, that, that's platinum nut gel, man. Like you look at any of his pencils, and you wonder how he he does it. And, and when he would do it himself, uh, you know, he's using those .01 rapidographs and taking three weeks to do a piece.
0: All right. So I mentioned Frank Quitely He's done a bunch of stuff in pen. So I think if you watch that video on his drawing, yeah. you can see him doing like really tight penciling. I don't know if We Three is the first of his straight to pencil or not but it's that digital inking, like it's even credited as digital inking by Jamie Grant. I was gonna pull out All-Star Superman, it was in a different box, um, because it's the same deal, same team too, Jamie Grant on there for colors and uh, digital inking. And you can see pretty consistent, I think, in how they're turning the pencil line into a black line. But it's very fine line, you know, you look closely and you can kind of see the artist's hand in doing that pencil, pencil a little bit less smooth than the typical ink line. And it comes across, and for a guy like Quitely, who's very thoughtful in the line that he chooses to put down, you know, y- you can see the thumb pressing down here, you know, that kind of mark. Um, I think the pencil works pretty well. Yeah. It's very weird with, like, the mech, the, the, the <laughs> solid out. metal stuff. This is a much more recent, so this is, like, a 2013, 2014 book. And, um, you, you know, you can almost see another one of the finger pressing down, (laughs) yeah, yeah, it is, uh, but a very developed line. Like that's a black line, even though it's drawn by a pencil. I kind of love this.
1: We, uh, posed the question in like probably our flex metallo, uh, video where I said something like, you know, did, does he use several tech pens and get in there with like those like 0.03 leads and things? He says no i think he just uses like the 0.5 and can still get a lot of movement out of that get some thick thicks in there
0: and i linger here because you can kind of see the powers that this guy has is switching reality or whatever so they did the gimmick of like let's show some of that pencil page as he's like building a fake world around this character what it allows is for us to see quite least some of his loose pencil lines as they then become tighter in this cube and then like full on rendering when you get to the very center of that.
1: Yeah, I think some of that is actually shown in that documentary.
0: Yeah, yeah. Definitely the young character in here. I don't yeah, don't know if jump, if jump this in, issue. Through the, uh, might be a second issue, but yeah. like him flying is one that um, I remember being in that uh, documentary. Brought a couple of Adam Warren empowered. Might know him from Dirty Pear, one of the early Ameri manga artists. Decided, I guess, to have his own character. Um, makes sense to me and that's empowered and so he was doing these straight from pencil although there is a black quality on some of this and i wonder if that's
1: something that's added later you know like that's flat black on your sound effect that one definitely is but the stuff on the character it could it could be those darker leads. i i I do think it is for a lot of it i think maybe the first place that i saw him do this kind of thing was when he takes over after greg capullo and wizard for like drawing tutorials and that is Adam Warren in a nutshell. Heck of a drawer. Like if you go to his Instagram, it's all you know you recognize all this lettering and it's just him doing character studies and muscles and stuff like that. In the same exact you'll see all these same marks, the same darknesses and value and all of it.
0: Yeah, this one's a little different because it's all black and white. So, you know, it's like the color with the pencil is more of what I'm interested in. But I do think this works so strong and I love that he's lettering in pencil as well. Yeah. Uh, Makes for a very it feels very polished overall
1: yeah yeah like like this kind of thing inspires me the most out of all the stuff we're looking at because it's illustrating that you can simply just use the inking is an affectation of old print technology you don't we don't need to do it but we do it for tradition and he's showing you, you you really don't have to
0: yeah and these are um this is a 2015 so again kind of going through Chronologically, these are, you know, more recent than the other stuff that I was showing. But uh, interesting stuff, and there's several trade paperbacks of that. So here's, uh, you know, friend of cartoonist K Kayfabe, Tom Shioli, frequent guest on here. Pretty interesting stuff here because um, Tom goes to Pencil. Yeah. And uh, with issue number one, I talked to Tom this week just to get my facts straight on sure, this. Sure, yeah. So, you know, you can see from the get-go here, this is Tom playing with Pencil. And it's pretty interesting because as he becomes more digital, he kind of retains a lot of the stuff that he develops here in pencil form.
1: I will say he drew these pages about four feet that way <laughs> in this in this exact room. Uh, he was trying his damnedest to uh, make this a monthly comic, so 20 pages every month, and he was doing like figuring out ways to accomplish that, taking the inking step out of it, added to the speed
0: I also thing. think um like the Jack Kirby collector and the seeing so much Jack Kirby pencils I don't know if that's something that inspired Tom but it's something that inspired me but I also brought the Transformers versus G.I. Joe 0 that Tom did the lead into the series because this is inked and you can almost see like I was looking at a few of these and being like yeah I guess that's really tight maybe he blew out levels maybe not but it's kind of neat to see him go from the ink to the same kind of mark making, but in pencil only. Yeah. But also you get a little bit of like you can add some texture in that penciling. So I also brought my Street Angel series from Image because I did half of this pencil only. And I and Tom and I would talk about this idea because I thought that the color played nicer with the pencil line yeah. than the flat black ink line. And, you know, it was a matter of trying to figure out some of those elements, but it's something that I would look at Tom's pencils and think, yeah, you know, like it kind of it brings the line art and the color closer together. They they, they fit together, I think more seamlessly.
1: Yeah. It's so hard to communicate because so much of our, the audience like is more just like readers. And so this is black to them. Yeah. So when we talk about like the black line is no good when you have big black, when you have bells and whistles in the coloring, it doesn't work, but it works for his. This is all invisible stuff to 60 to 80% of our audience, man. Right. But there's a lot of people that do this. I'm mad that I forgot the Barry Windsor Smith example. Yeah.
0: Uh, and I invite everybody, like, leave some comments below because I know a lot of people have experimented with pencil right. over the last 20 years. And uh, I'm sure I've forgotten a few and I'm sure there's a lot that I don't know about. But I do find it pretty interesting for a variety of reasons, mostly the end result. Like you say, you don't have to do the ink line anymore, so what can you do with pencil? Right. So. Kinda neat to think that this has probably at least 40 years of history going back to like the Gene Collins and, and people of that nature who were so good in pencil, and it was a matter of like, well, how can we make that get to the finished piece? Right. And retain those qualities.
1: So happy to get this video on the record. It's something that we've been talking about for a long time, and uh here it is, man. We're good to go. K Fabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell so that we can notify you when new vids are available and uh we have a patreon the king kayfabers on our patreon are able to uh check us out while we're recording these videos live and they get all the videos before anybody else after we edit them completely takes the kayfabe effect out of their concerns but the vids are brought to you by the books that we make jimmy what do you got
0: Street Angel Princess of Poverty is my next release coming out from Image Comics this summer. You can pre-order it now, 20th anniversary of Street Angel. This collects all of the Street Angel comics that are not in Deadliest Girl Alive, also available from Image back in print after almost a year out of print. So pick up Deadly Scroll Alive, Princess of Poverty, you'll have a complete set of the Street Angel collection, Uh, Hulk grand design, oversized fluorescent green cover, you can't miss it while supplies last, Plain Jane's first uh, young adult graphic novel, and join me on patreon.com slash JimRug where you can read my latest comics every Tuesday update pages there.
1: Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus is coming to you at the end of this year, 2023, in time for the holidays. It's going to collect the four volumes of Hip Hop Family Tree Treasury Editions that are out there. It's going to have 140 pages of art and content that is not in those four volumes. So regardless of having those four volumes, you got to get the Omnibus. Uh, and we have to know how many of these things to print, so put in your pre-orders sooner than later. There are two volumes of Hip Hop uh, Red Room trade paperbacks out there working on the third right now. This is Red Room Crypto Killers 1 cover. Here's the cover for Red Room Crypto Killers 2. Going to come out on a monthly basis starting in May. Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game. Uh, There are three issues, uh, three big volumes of X-Men Grand Design out there. And WYSIWYG, support the books. Keep these videos coming to you on a regular basis. What else do we have out there, Jim? Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe e-newsletter at the links below this video. You can also
0: pick up Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts, merchandise, hats, mugs, stickers, and lots more at our spread shop. That link is also under this video.
1: All good ways to support the channel. Give them those marching orders and we'll be on our way. Make more
0: comics.